We've got some hey, I'm Luis, and I'm Fonzie, and you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast, where we talk about entrepreneurship, mindset, and of course, how to turn your content into profit. Go to contentsprofit.com, join the community, come join the party, because... It's amazing, guys. I'm because, because it's a party. Because it's a party. <laughs> well, it's a party that makes you this. Kachin. Look at that. Kachin. And you're going to be partying with awesome people, an awesome network, all very driven entrepreneurs. So come join the Content is Profit family right now. That's right. Fancy, what are we talking about today? Mm, good question. Today, we're talking about how to turn your passion into profit. Let's go. I mean, is there a theme? Is it content and passion and profit? And uh, it's going to be so good. I because, love this topic. Yeah. This is going to yeah. be a, a very fun topic to dive in. Fancy, what's your passion? Don't answer. Don't answer. Hey, do we have a sponsor today? <laughs> yes, we do. We okay. do. Thank yeah. you for asking. Yep. Today's You're sponsor welcome. is your own, The Biz Bros. Yes. If you produce a long-form piece of content just like this one that you're listening to or watching and you need a content post-production team or podcast monetization strategies to help you in your journey, please reach out, slide in the DMs yes, at BizBrosCo right. on Facebook, on Instagram. Hey, don't forget to follow the show because every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturdays, these episodes are dropping directly to your phone with incredible golden boulders for you to take action and actually change your life for the better. Don't you want a, a better life? I think you want a better life. I want a better life. And this is why we do this. That's right. That's why we're listening to Content mm. Profit. That is why. Guys, if today's guest help you take one step forward towards your goal, please don't forget to share this episode with at least three friends and yes. and. Don't forget to leave a five-star review. Thank you. All right. Let's get this party started. Today's guest is someone that we wish we would have met when we first started our entrepreneurial journey. Our good friend and previous Contents Profit guest, Jen Meyers, is the one that introduces. So don't forget to send Jen a quick message thanking her for this epic episode. That is right. Today's guest is just for you if you're thinking about taking the leap from your career to pursuing your passion. She will take you from starter to start up let's go <laughs> and in a profitable way let's go today's guest is the social proof perseverance and hard work it took her a decade to get into the right direction but now she hasn't been able to stop at all she is now even building the passion to profit summit to get the opportunity to serve even more people oh, so yeah good. baby so good. oh yeah please welcome international entrepreneur award-winning mindset coach the one and only Beate Sifkovitz. Let's go. Woo. Look at those dance moves. Yeah, let's go. Hold me up for doing this in a club, by the way. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. Let's do this. Let's <laughs> do it. Beate, how are you doing today? I'm great. I'm great. I've had lots of coffee, so I'm quite tuned up. Let's, let's jump in. Yeah, we, we can tell. Like, oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I feel like you're wearing this top in my honor. <laughs> was, that, was that on purpose that was definitely not on purpose i'm gonna tell you why because i did not tell him uh for oh. those uh, listening and they're like what the heck is going on right now Fonzie are you, are is wearing arsenal a, an arsenal soccer jersey <laughs> are you not it says fly emirates on it and i live in the united arab emirates oh yeah. look at that yeah. what, what a coincidence look at that yeah better where, where are you joining us from because like I, it, it's super awesome i first of all i want to highlight the fact that we can actually do this all around the world for mm. those that want to publish and want to connect with entrepreneurs like this is an incredible vehicle so where are you right now because i know that you've been traveling a little bit in the past like few months i'm in dubai yeah i've lived in dubai for the last 
seven years. Oh, so cool. Wow. Uh, so we, ha- we have a home in Dubai now. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm just going <laughs> to... Totally, anytime. You're always welcome. Let's go. Wow. Well, that's it. For those who are not very familiar with you, right? Like what... what uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, right? You you have a little bit of a unique story and uh, why you decided to do what you're doing now, right? How do how do we turn that into, you know, passion into profit? Like how has this whole idea came to be? That's a great question and a long story. Um, I think... Since I was quite at a young age, I've always wanted to discover what it is that was kind of my thing. I always wanted to be like really good at something. And I Mm. saw some people, you know, they've always wanted to be doctors or they've always wanted to be a lawyer or, you know, they were great at football like like you guys. Um, And that that was their passion that what they lived for. And I never really found anything like that. and then I got into a career. I was in, in marketing. I worked for big companies like Kellogg's. Um, mm. At the end, I worked at Bacardi. I was heading up Grey Goose and Bombay Safa for Middle East. But I always felt felt like, I, what am I going to do when I grow up? It never quite felt like that was something I was going to do forever. I was still on this constant journey. And I will never forget, we had a workshop um, at work probably about two, three years, even before I left, I left the company. Um, and it was called shape your career. And mm-hmm. it was all about finding your purpose and, and diving into, you know, living your true self and being passionate about what you do and, and doing more of that. And I was like, I don't know what my purpose is. And I've spent the last bloody 10 years trying to find this. <laughs> what if I don't have a purpose? Mm-hmm. And, and, we did this workshop and we had to write things down. And one of the questions was like, well, if you knew what, what, you know, what do you want your legacy to be? What would you want other people to know about you? And I wrote down something along the line. I don't know the exact words anymore, but something along those lines. I want to help other people find their purpose and their passion and live a full and abundant life. Because I was so frustrated that I couldn't find it. So I was like, well, yeah. at least maybe I can help other people. Because by that point, I've tried everything. I have I've been to all the courses, done the retreats, read the books, watched the films. Like, I can't bloody figure this out. Mm. And at the time when we did this work, I was like, I really hope nobody, and especially my managers, don't see this because it's <laughs> so not relevant to my actual job that I do now. Yeah. And everyone else was like writing all something to do with kind of the direction they wanted to take in the business. And I was like, nah. <laughs> hide this sheet from everyone yeah wow um, i love that i love that sorry is there more to the story of course she said it was a very long story <laughs> oh, yeah, what no, are you doing sorry, interrupting sorry. I, I, I was like this is so good i was like sorry <laughs> sorry about that keep going it's okay i i will always <laughs> throw fancy under no, the bus not that much longer to left to go but we love we love stories by the yeah, way like we yeah, are here exactly. students of this story um yeah so please continue so, fancy wow <laughs> no i'm sorry what about a host <laughs> <laughs> no just what it comes down to in the end was i still kept a couple of years in on this corporate journey and it got to a point where i think when you realize that you can't carry on anymore mm. and probably got to a bit of a burnout stage i was like this is really not what i want to do I just take a little bit of a break um, and I was talking about to other other businesses within the organization like in back in Europe um, about jobs and I was like I just want a bit of time out in between and mm. and it was almost like once I allowed that space and that for something to evolve it was like 
I hadn't seen the wood for the trees. It was like finding my purpose and finding my passion. That was my purpose. Um, and to now teach other people to do that. Generally, what I wrote down three years earlier was yeah. already in me. And I finally recognized that that was my path. And that it was like everything changed, like everything changed within two weeks. I knew it would never go back to corporate again. Yeah, and so cool. I just worked on figuring out how can I use all that stuff that I Oh no, hold on. I oh. think I think the mic might have unplugged oh, a little oh, bit. Oh, that's us. Oh no, hold on. Okay. Wait, so is it us? That our mic is muted. There we go. Can we can you can you hear us now, Beata? Can you hear us? What's happening? Oh my goodness. What what what's happening? I think we got a We got a new a new a new connector over here. All right, can you hear us now? Beate. I can hear you, but your screen is frozen. It's frozen. Yeah. Fonzie started drinking coffee and then it got it got frozen there for a second. So here we go. Hold on. Bam bam. Uh camera. Let's do sideways camera, maybe. There we are. All right. There we go. Look at that. Look at that Back side. Up. Look at that side okay. profile right there. We can talk to you over here. We can talk to you over there. We can talk. Okay. All right, here we go. We'll, we can do this for a little bit like this. Uh now Beate, I want to really highlight something like a question that you had is like what What if I don't have a purpose? Like, what a what a powerful and a scary question at the same time. Because uh, I feel like somebody has been in, in a journey for, for quite a while, that question might come up and it might be very scary to kind of face that head on, right? Because as we grew up, like for us, for example, we, we had the dream of play, playing professional soccer, right? And for many, 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 many years. And then, you know, for us, we've shared this story before, but it got to a moment where we decided that that was not the thing that we wanted to do anymore, right? Like, and whether we wanted it or not, right? For me, it was like, I decided that this is not, for Fonzie, it was a little bit more abrupt, but it was like, now what, right? Like, we are faced with that, with that decision. It's like, what are we gonna do to move forward? So the fact that you, you decided to, to take on this like head on what was was incredible what are some of like mentally do, if we go back to that moment like what are some of the steps that you actually were able to take to move forward right because some some people might freeze in that situation and be like this might be really scary and i'm just gonna avoid it and then i'm gonna do something for the rest of my life that maybe i'm not 100 happy about right so what were some of the initial steps that you took to get there i, th I think there was always this niggling feeling there that just I just couldn't shed. I just always knew I wasn't quite on the right path with my career. And I enjoyed it. I had a great job. I had, you know, it was great money. I was traveling the world. I was going to all these fancy parties and, and flying business class. And, you know, it was, and I enjoyed a lot of it as well, but I just always knew it wasn't quite there. And that restlessness kind of kept driving me. So I just always kept looking for opportunities for different things to do, opportunities to learn something, um, for opportunities to read lots of books, go on different courses. Whenever I met somebody that I thought that's really interesting. I remember a few years ago, um, be long before I really jumped into this, um, I saw a, a coach from the U US came to facilitate a workshop here in Dubai mm -hmm. and I just really loved everything she said and, and what she was doing and, and how her life was going and the business she was running. And I just, if, I just asked her, I was like, while you're here, do you mind meeting for a coffee? And mm -hmm. 
even the next day after the event, she was like, yeah, I'm more than happy to. And we actually went for dinner and had a lovely evening. And I just asked her a bunch of questions like, what, what is it that really that you do? Because I didn't really know much about the concept of a coach at that point. Yeah. Um, but I was just fascinated by it. Um, mm. And three years later, she actually became my coach when wow. I was ready for it. But that kind of just didn't constant questioning and constantly whenever something sparks your interest dive into that and keep following that inner niggling that inner drive that that comes up and that usually guides you to a person a book a video mm. something that will then lead you to the next step and then slowly and surely it starts evolving and and crystallizing of what that can be yeah I love that. I love that. Like, follow that curiosity. Mm. Um, and I'm going to play a little devil's advocate here. But, you know, we a big topic for us has been focused this past year, right? Mm. So for somebody that is focusing on something, but they still find themselves maybe curious about these other things, right? That could lead to, you know, a more powerful purpose. Let's call it that way. How do they know, right? How do they know? Is it actually worth investing my energy and time into following these things or should I stay uh, focused, right? And I'm going to say this, my, my personal belief on this is that there's no like right answer. Honestly, I think everybody's going to act differently towards this. I'm curious to see what is your point of view, right? But for example, I personally, I love just being curious and like trying to learn a lot of things right although it can be a distraction sometimes so i i me personally i gotta learn how to manage those things what is your point of view on that yeah i i have kind of two points on that the first one your gut always knows and we talk ourselves out of it and our fears take over our mindset it's like what is this and we imagine the worst case scenarios But our gut and our inner wisdom always knows when it is the right time and if it's the right time and if it's the right thing for you to do. Well, that's something that you probably need to learn to connect with. But another point to look at is you'll never be ready. It's, it's never the right time. You'll never be ready. And it's, you're never going to know exactly what to do. So it's really kind of identifying and deciding as well. Do you yeah. want to take that risk? Do you want to go down that path for me it was i i never ever thought i was become I, i would become an entrepreneur that was never on my life's journey i enjoyed having a secure salary i i thought i would not be able to handle that not knowing where your next paycheck's gonna come from and um, having to you know organize your whole life and being completely responsible for your insurance your for in my case my visa and everything yeah um, I never thought I would, but then the situation came and it just, my gut told me it was the right thing to do. So I kind of mm. fell into that, but then it was also the decision. Do I want to take this risk or do I want to, you know, stay on the safe route, which was also not a bad route. Yeah. So it was quite tempting to stay in that, in that protective yeah. place. Um, but then also I think what in the end helped me a lot was that there's always going to be another job. If I do this for two years, if I do this for five years and then decide actually it's not for me, there is going to be another job. Mm. And, you know, it's really that what what feels right right now. You don't have to think about tomorrow. You don't have to think about 
in two, three years' time? What feels right right now? And yeah. constantly keep asking you the question. That's how you tune into your inner wisdom as well. Yeah, I, li I like that, um, especially that last part that you mentioned about, you know, I can always go back to a job if this doesn't work, right? And that is, or that used to tell us all the time, you know, you don't want to live uh, to be an old man and then asking yourself, what if, right? What if I would have done this? What would have, like that regret is probably one of the worst feelings. And there's, there was actually a study Uh, I don't remember now the, the source, but there was actually a study, a study where they asked uh, people like close to their deathbeds, what were, you know, like, what, what were kind of like their emotions, right? Like their more powerful ones and regret came a lot of regret of not, you know, taking a leap or doing something like that, right? Not listening to their guts. And I also related to something I heard once from Jeff Bezos, right? I mean, whether you like the man or not, um, he's, he's built, um, you know, a pretty big company. And he says, there's only in life, there's like two or three irreversible decisions. Like all the other decisions that you make in life are reversible. So just, mm -hmm. just take a, make a decision. Like don't spend too much time debating on something yeah. because at the end of the day, guess what? If that doesn't work, like you can turn around yeah. and do something else. Right. And I was like, Oh man, that is so important. Sometimes we spend so much time debating uh, these decisions that are not gonna, they're literally not gonna take us anywhere or that we're just wasting time, right? Precious time. So I love how you say, it's like follow your God, manage your risk, take action yeah. and then you'll see where you go where you get justice more i mean this is an example right for somebody that has been publishing too uh just this morning i met with somebody that has a show and they're local to where we live and we had this conversation it was incredible and she comes from like the the tony robbins crowd and she's been like volunteering mm -hmm. for them and it's been it was a really cool conversation and then we started talking and she has a show that's almost a year old as well and i'm like oh that's awesome is this what you do is this what you like what your passion is and she really feels passionate about the topics that they talk about and she Like, and I'm like, sweet, like, how are you, how are you monetizing? How, like this, that's how we like li literally like the passion, like the fun conversation that we're going to have, like, okay, so many people are doing so many interesting things. What are you doing? You're like, well, I have these course that I've had for a few months now, but I'm, I'm waiting to launch. I'm like, why are you waiting? Like, what, what are you waiting for? Right. And, that, and then we went into that, that path, but that is very common, right? Like whether that's fear of a judgment, fear that it's not ready, fear that it's not good enough for whatever people, whatever reason. Right. And we all go through that. So for those listening right now like let's take you know Beata's uh story as an example of like let's take action right let's move let's make that decision and I love the fact that there's always gonna be that safety yeah. net right like it's not the end of the world whenever mm -hmm. we think it is the end of the world but there's always gonna be people there to support us there's always gonna be an opportunity waiting for us and it's okay uh to pivot and and search for those opportunities yeah. you know and, and I'm curious now like where because you know passion can be like that god talking to you like hey let's do this right um and you now are building something and you're helping people transition that passion not transition it keep that passion but now give it a purpose right and and, and help them live through that passion by making a profit how are you doing this So th there's really kind of five key areas that I focus on when I work with people. Overarchingly, of course, it's all about mindset. But then what's the more practical areas of that is you first start with really creating an incredibly inspiring vision where a lot, I see a lot of people struggle is to think big enough. They's like, oh, maybe if I could just, you know, 
survive off what I what I'm passionate about. Maybe I would just be a lot happier as well rather than my corporate job. Even if I just earn one third of that. Like no, think about we're earning three times the amount that you did in, in your previous career and really setting your goals that inspire you, that get you up every morning, that make you put all the effort in that you need to to be able to succeed in that. So that's really clarifying the vision and, and getting inspired by that is, is the first element of it. The second part is then really going into your passion. What is it that you're passionate about specifically? What, what are your unique skill sets, your talents? What have you built experience in, in the life that you've had so far? It's going to be very unique. What makes you stand out? And, and how can you serve other people by doing that? Whether that's a product or a service. I also work with, with um, offline businesses. You know, how can we turn all that amazing gifts that gift that you have into something a bit more tangible that will help other people? Because that is really mm. what you came here to do to help to help make this a better place and the yeah. more you find who you are and, and what it is that you can contribute yeah. the more powerful it's going to be the third thing is um figure out who you want to serve you know is it is it a product that helps families is it a service that helps online entrepreneurs is it what whatever that may be but who do you feel really connected to who do you want to help solve their problems and really fit nicely into their life and be an um, inevitable decision for them to include you, your product, your brand into their daily journey, into their daily lives. Yeah. And who, who do you want to speak to? Who do you want to connect with? So that's kind of part number three. Uh, part number four is all about what kind of life do you live? What kind of life do you want to live? What, you know, do you want to work six days a week? Do you want to work three days? Do you want to work at night? Do you want to work in the morning? Do you want to take six months off in a year? Um, what, what's that structure? Do you, you know, do you have kids? How does that all fit in, into the system? Because you really want it to be a holistic, you know, a holistic life. You know, you don't want to just focus just on the business and just on, on family and just on your friends. It all needs to fit together. And yeah. the, the happier you are, the more joy you feel, the more you are able to, you know, narrow down on your gifts and serve people better. Yeah. So really looking at that. And also who are the people that you're hanging out with? You know, are they inspiring you? Do you have a network of entrepreneurs who are in the same field who are already really successful? Because that will really impact your um, mindset as well and and give you so much inspiration to how you can grow your business as well so you know i think jim ron um said you know you become like the average of the five people you most spend time with so you know really identifying do you maybe need to build your network a bit further yeah things like that and then part number five is all about you know, you mentioned it earlier, taking action. Mm. So what's that unique strategy that fits specifically into your business idea, into your passion? Um, everyone is different. And, you know, any there are so many things we can learn online on books and, and other people have done it before us. And 
but how do you take that and make it your own? How do you create your unique business building strategy? And what are the actions that kind of follow through that? And how can you make it inevitable that you actually take those actions? Because yeah. in the end of the day, you can create all of that. Mm-hmm. If you don't take action, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. I, uh, go ahead. Sorry, but you good? I th- like, good, good. I, uh, I love this, by the way, like I'm yeah. a big fan of frameworks, right? And when you said like, here's the five things so, like, that's, that's incredible, right? Obviously we have the overall arch of mindset, which, you know, applies to most things, if not everything I mean, in life. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I love, I'm going to do a quick review, right? We have, you know, creating an inspired vision, by the way, like for those listening, if you want to head back to minute 19, that's exactly when we had to start explaining all this in great detail. Right. But create an inspiring vision. What is your passion and unique skill set, right? Like who, who do you actually want to serve? Who's the people that you want to, that you want to help? What is the kind of life that you live? What life do you want to live? Right. Who are the people that ha- you have around you? And then at the end is uh, taking action, unique strategy. I, I love these five steps and i'm sure like by the way we're gonna tease just a little bit you have a summit coming on <laughs> secret we don't want to tell anybody just yet but you know uh links right below we'll announce it at the end of the episode but here's um here's a question right like out of these like five big pillars where do you think is it what do you think is the most challenging with the people that you help right because um you know as we as we started these journeys, there's going to be roadblocks and there's going to be things. And, and for us, it was very specific when where we came, when we came to a roadblock and uh, we identified, okay, we got to develop that skill set to go over that roadblock, right? So what is maybe like the most popular roadblock <laughs> along this framework? Like what do you find people ha- having more challenges and how are they solving those? So within that, those five pillars, it really differs. So mm-hmm. each client has a different challenge or struggles a bit more with one area or another. But more generically, where the biggest challenge for everyone sits, that is the mindset. Mm-hmm. That is those fears that are coming up. That is the limiting beliefs. That is the, what are people going to say if I do this? Oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, maybe tomorrow. Maybe I'll start tomorrow. But oh, I don't like marketing. You know, all of that, that mm. is the biggest barrier for across the board. Yeah. And then it, got, it reflects it differently in the different pillars for different people. But the mindset is really the make or break of somebody's success or failure. So it's so yeah. important to get that ingredient right and master it. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah, I mean, mindset is is definitely so so key. Uh, we mentioned this plenty of times here in the in the podcast. Uh, one of our mentors says, "Your business grows to the extent that you do." Right, and okay. actually, in a conversation that I had earlier today with somebody new that that we were connecting, she was saying, "You know, uh, she's she said I've been very successful until I realized I was not right." She's like, mm-hmm. "I had everything." But I didn't have... Hey guys, what's up? Today, Fonzie has an announcement for you, Fonzie. <laughs> Where to throw me under the bus. Appreciate that. <laughs> but guys, today we experienced a little bit of technical issues. So we decided to put a, an ad from today's sponsor in the middle of the episode. And who's the sponsor? Tell me, they are the Biz Bros? Yes, Let's we are go. the sponsors of today's episode with content momentum. And you know what it is. If you produce a long-form piece of content like this podcast that you're listening to or watching and you need a content post-production team mm. or strategies to monetize your podcast, we are here to help you out. Just yes. make sure you slide yes. in the DMs at Biz Bros Co. 
on Instagram and on Facebook. Now, yeah. let's get back to the party. Before we get back to the party. Okay, I guess now. Before you get back to the party, what's your favorite emoji? Send it to us on social media and let's connect. Let's go back to the program and let's go. There this we is going to be ringing in my ears for the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah. So we, we were saying the in the behind the scenes that... Um, yeah, the computer has been giving us some issues in the last like two episodes, so we're gonna have to figure out what's what's going on here. But don't worry, we're all definitely gonna go deep into post production with this one and clean it up. So you know, when they listen to you, Beate, it can be absolutely amazing. Um, so so going back, going back to what I was saying, right? This conversation that I that I had with my new friend this morning. Um, she said she was very successful until she realized she was not because her mindset wasn't there. Right? She was not there mentally and it just like took a toll on her and she just totally shifted and started dedicating herself to let me change my mental habits right mm -hmm. to get them right and now she has found herself you know as honestly as happy as ever and she mentioned something mm -hmm. that he said you know usually your business problems translate into personal problems like they are your personal problems right and i think people When they go into business, they don't see that. They don't see the very close connection between business and personal life, right? Um, I feel like the, obviously the more you are in the game, you realize that, wow, it's very, very tied together. And my personal life influences a lot on, on my business and vice versa, right? So I'm, I'm curious, like, when do the people that you work with have that epiphany, right? And what maybe what are some practices, right, that you uh, provide to them or that they start doing to start getting into the that right mindset needed to build a profitable business off of their passion? Well, a lot of it, it it's quite unique to each of the person, I, uh, each of the clients that I have. And we work through that on a call, like as and when it turns up. But kind of the common thread um, that goes through all of it is kind of just being open to look at a different perspective. And I think that's where where a lot of the issues come from, you know, where you're holding yourself back because you can only see your perspective. You know, there's a, there's a saying we wear, you know, the rose-tinted glasses. It really depends on what kind of glasses you put on. Mm. That's what you're going to see. But most people don't even realize they have glasses on. Yeah. There's so, so many, you know, there's so many options of, of different, you could wear sunglasses, you could wear clear glasses, you could wear the gray glasses where everything's just miserable. Mm -hmm. Or you can wear the rose tinted glasses. It's your choice what, which ones you choose to, to put on. But yet most people are not aware of that. And once they recognize that they do have a choice, that's when a lot of things, a lot of things shift. And yeah. it's, it really comes down to, you know, when you understand that it's all really just made up, everything, you know, your thoughts and, and your feelings, like your feeling always comes from your thought in the moment and you, and all your fears and all of, all of the insecurities you have, it's just made up. It's just, just as made up as any Hollywood film, any, you know, fantasy film, yeah. you just create it in your own head. And once you realize that deeply, it just drops, it just falls off and All of a sudden, a subject that might have been, you know, really troubling you or you, you would not have been able to, or you thought you're never going to move past is all of a sudden like, why did I ever even, ever even worry about that? Yeah. And um, so these are kind of the, the key things that the knowing 
that it's all just made up in the first place. And secondly, that you yeah. can choose how you look out in the world. And that will make the world look very differently quite instantly. Yeah, absolutely. I When we have this conversation with, with many people, especially when publishing, right? Like we got to start recognizing what are those patterns? Like, like when am I feeling X way, right? And I remember uh, with with our, our very wise mom, I remember like growing up and she's like, hey, recognize whenever you're feeling like really angry or like really like enraged. Like recognize mm -hmm. that you're feeling that way. But once you do, like you take the power away, right? You're like, okay, now I can make a decision mm -hmm. either. Like I continue to, to feel this way or I can make the decision to completely shift my mindset and, mm -hmm. uh, and shift, right? But to build that habit, it can become a little challenging, right? Because there's a lot of things happening like every single day. Is there something that maybe you do that you that, that continuously, right? To be aware of those shifts, right? Because even even right now after years of different things, like we, we see things, especially in nowadays, that we have so much information coming our way, whether that's information that we're trying to learn, whether that's information that we don't really want to be attractive. Like how do we how do we contain that? How, do we need to build certain type of like containers in our life to make sure that you know we're we're acting in this like safe zone where uh i can easily identify these patterns is there something that that you guys talk about whether that's at the uh, on the summit or whether that's with your clients uh, that can help people identify these moments um so a lot of it is is through conversation and to conversation and reflection so speaking to somebody who can sometimes we are not able to see a different perspectives ourselves because we're so caught up in it that we can't see yeah. the wood for the trees. So that's why it's so great working with a coach mm -hmm. um, to help you, you know, reflect that back to you. It's like, well, actually, is that really true? You know, is that when, when did you decide that was the case? Or even just talking to friends and rather than thinking about, you know, this is the way it is deeply listen to what they are saying and their perspectives and they might not they're probably not right but that will op start opening up your mind of how people act and react differently mm -hmm. and then you know there's there's journaling is a super powerful tool that you can use you know whenever you you know you even even at night if you go to bed you know journal what how did I feel today what were the different things that came up why did I get angry at this person or why did this person react to me in a certain way because we mm. often think that people are causing situations or causing our misery mm. or you know our upset or our, whatever we feel or even our happiness we think the other person is causing that but nothing nothing outside of us can ever cause our feelings so seeing like why why do I think that person made me upset yeah. well they didn't because there was something in you that maybe triggered that or maybe that you reflected back to them and you it, it's all a back and forth between the internal and the external but you have to change internally first so yeah. really reflecting on the day and how things changed how you could have done different things differently sorry yeah no definitely that is reflection is is very very important i mean i'm guilty probably of not reflecting as much as I would like to. I would definitely, I, I've, I started the journaling practice quite a few times in my journey and then kind of like let it slip through. So I definitely need to make a, a better commitment with myself to stick with it, right? And I do believe 
there is no one way for everybody. I think, you know, there's people that have their morning routines. There's people that don't have morning routines. They just literally, you know, wake up and they are super productive in the first couple of hours of the day. And then they do their, their other stuff. I don't think there's that one, but I think exactly. reflection helps you find what is that one solution for yourself. Right. Uh, which is very, very important. So I'm, I'm, Let's transition here a little bit to the summit, can we? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Okay, so let's do it. You know, now you've been working with these people and now you're launching the summit, right? The Passion to Profit Summit. First of all, why? Like, why did you decide to do it at a bigger scale? And then, right, what is, what can people expect from it? Um, so the idea really stemmed out of the fact that we've just had a couple of crazy years um, and a lot of people are starting to wake up and are recognizing a lot more that maybe where their path that they're on now is not where they thought they were going to be and it's not really as fulfilling as they thought they were going to be. And maybe the rat race is not the be all and end all and priorities are shifting. People are seeing that There is other ways to make money. There is a lot of value in monetizing your gifts and there is a lot of opportunity out there. Mm. And even, you know, there's this even say now that actually being an entrepreneur is more security or more job security than a job because yeah. people can get fired like this at the moment. And then, you know, in the pandemic, nobody was able to get one either. Yeah. So once you learn becoming an entrepreneur... And you start, you learn how to make money for yourself and generate money. You'll always find a way to do that. You'll always be able to pivot and you'll always be able to recreate and create value and then get money for that. So a lot of people are looking for inspiration, motivation and, and tangible tools they can use to go on that journey and to build their businesses. So we really thought, how can we impact even more people to do that and get them really fired up and see the possibilities that are yeah. available and, and get them even just, you know, taking that one action that will take them on the journey that brings their passion out, that lives out their gifts. Yeah. And that's why the idea for the summit came from. It's like, we really wanted to reach as many people as possible and yeah. even if it's just one thing they take out of it then that's amazing and and what they can expect um there's going to be 20 actually over 20 speakers and wow. thought leaders and experts who are absolute trailblazers in their field you guys included <laughs> thank you um uh, and they're li literally from around the world and they're coming together and everyone is sharing their best advice their best tools strategies practices from their, their field of expertise. Mm. So you can take that and implement it in your business straight away. I, I love it. Uh, you know, first of all, thank you so much uh, for obviously uh, making us a part of, of this incredible experience. Mm. And like we were mentioning earlier, like the fact that you have incredible people in their respective fields 
together in one thing. Um, you know, if you're listening right now, please take advantage of this. We're going to leave the links right below in the description. Go check Beatis out because it, the people that are coming in are are adding incredible yeah. value. And this, even if you're starting or if you're a seasoned person, like already uh, moving, creating that momentum inside of your business, there's always going to be some uh, golden boulder in there that you can grab and take action. Incredible. So thank you, Beatis, for taking your time to gather all these people and making sure that this is a, a great experience. We certainly had a great experience with you when we chatted last week and i cannot wait to see what the what the rest of the the summit brings to to the people wanting to make that transition yeah absolutely i want to you know invite the person listening right now if you have that passion haven't turned it into profit yet definitely go and sign up for the passion to profit summit um and now beata i actually have a a question for for the marketer that is listening, right? AKA me here. And then obviously the other marketer on the side that they might be asking, okay, what is the benefit of putting a summit together, right? Like is maybe a summit a good move for my business, right? What what can I get? Because I do personally see it as a win-win situation, actually a win-win-win situation, win for First of all, the customer, right? The client that is going to come here, that are going to see all this information that is going to, you know, they're, they're literally going to be there to get their lives changed. Then I see the benefit to the other speakers because now they're getting exposure to a whole new audience. And I see the benefit as well for you because you are building relationships and you are actually building to uh, your list, right? Which is huge. Absolutely. Um, so I'm curious now, again now from the from the marketing side. Um, what is it for you? What from the standpoint of how challenging maybe has it been to put the summit together? Uh, and what are you, what are you expecting? You know, from the sense of a business standpoint. Absolutely. And you've touched on on so many of those things already. It's absolutely a win-win-win situation for everyone. Um, I want to kind of go back a little bit further because I think what was so key in getting this summit started as well was working with my coach one-to-one and really nailing down to what I'm passionate about, what I love doing and what I'm good at. And I love doing interviews. So I was mm. doing these Instagram live um, interviews with other entrepreneurs. And I was I was getting that the video quality on Instagram is not great. And then, you know, I, I was just not, it was just not quite fitting. And I was like, but I really love doing it. And I'm not getting any you know, traction from it. So we, we kind of discussed it. And, and what the beauty for me in it was that, you know, we created a business strategy that was, because not many people do a summit, but the second we've kind of found that idea, I was like, oh my God, that's exactly the right thing for me to do. Mm. Even though everyone else who is on, on the same mastermind is doing something very different, but it, it's the beauty of really tapping into what works for you and creating your own unique business strategy. Um, so that's why we started as well as, you know, really wanting to, to make a big impact. Yeah. And, and, yeah, it's been such, it's been an absolute roller coaster. It's been so much work. I knew it was going to be hard work, but it was definitely a lot more work than I thought it was. Yeah. It's basically taken up my life for the last six months, um, but it was so worth it. So even in those, and that kind of just shows that you're on the right track, yeah, even yeah. in those tough moments when you're like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. Oh, yeah. 
why am I not getting anywhere? Especially at the beginning, the first few months were really tough to, to find speakers. Because I've not been in the industry for that long. And, and some of the speakers I've, I've got on there now, I've been in it for 10 years. They've got lists of wow. 50,000 people on their, on their database. And to get to people like that, it's, it, it's not, you know, it's not that easy. Yeah. And I'm sure you know that as well, like finding guests. Um, so it's, but, but it, every single step of yeah. that I've been going through and now it's the fun part, you know, now it's doing the interviews and I absolutely love it. And it's just so worth it. It's just, I, even though I'm exhausted and I'm tired and I'm, I've been working like crazy and I'm not a big proponent of working crazy hours as a, as an entrepreneur, but sometimes when you run up to these big events or big, um, you know, summits or big launches, you yeah. do end up putting more hours yeah. in. And but I still, I just go to bed with a big smile on my face, even though I can barely, like my shoulders are aching and <laughs> yeah. I I, you know, yeah. working on the weekend. And but I'm just with a big smile. So that's that gives me a lot already. But of course, it is about building the list, um, especially yeah. with what happened um on monday night with you know mm -hmm. half of social media crashing yeah it, it just becomes so yeah. much more important to you know really have Absolutely. a list that that is yours and that you can communicate with and Absolutely. that you can you know on on instagram that's probably the the platform i use the most yep. is you know 10 of your audience sees your content my emails I, like at least everyone gets the email. Not everyone reads it. Yeah. But my opening rate is around 30%. So wow. quite, it's definitely way further up than, than what yeah. Instagram Absolutely. can deliver. Yeah. And it's a much more intimate um, relationship that you can mm -hmm. nurture and, and build up. And yeah, so that's I love it. my business reasoning for yeah. it. I want to highlight the passion that you're that you have behind this you can you can really see the emotion right and uh, you know we we were in a conference uh now a couple of weeks ago and or a week ago i can't yeah time is flying um and they were talking about like why do we get in this game right and it, at the end of the day is to to help and serve people and and i love it i love because like you are putting this incredible amount of work energy time right like in the relationships that you're building with these incredible people to put it in a very safe easy access place to whoever wants to be a part of this right okay. so that's why i want to i want to commend you i want to say thank you for for making it you know allowing us to be part of this this journey and opportunity mm -hmm. with you and and serving alongside so i really appreciate it for those that are listening right like if you have that itch like fancy said if you have you know you want to really start making that transition or seeing like how it looks to 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 turn that right into profit especially in these hard times please go ahead and check it out this is an incredible experience and uh yeah now we have to go visit in dubai and, and have fun over there please <laughs> Well, I loved, I loved the interview we did for the summit and I loved this conversation as well. And thank you so much for having me on. It's been a blast despite all the, all the technical glitches. I know. But I think that just keeps it entertaining and fun. Yeah, I'm right? So, Lulu, I mean, yeah, it's part of the brand now, apparently. Uh, we should cut this profit. Technical, yeah. technical uh, Twitch. <laughs> yeah, uh, please expect a, a technical. Hashtag. Yeah, literally, literally. We're going to yeah. have to find like a... Yeah, a, a marketable moment that we can imprint when these type of things happen. Yeah, um, like, be back in five minutes. Yeah, we have one of those, like, <laughs> yeah, like right. boring dentist songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great idea. Yeah. Great idea. 
And then people can dance to it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. We'll just have like too many, too many Luises just dancing on the screen. <laughs> uh, but what's an action point that like entrepreneurs like looking to go from like that place of passion to profit? What's something that they can do today on top of going to and signing up for the summit, right? What is something that they can do today to get the ball rolling and create that momentum? Listen for an idea. Ask the question like, what, what's my next step? And the first idea that pops into your head, write it down. And the, even if it's just the tiniest, tiniest little action step you can take towards that, do it right now. So say, yeah. for example, uh, your idea is to create a podcast, but it's just completely out of the blue. You have no idea what that is. And it feels like, oh, gosh, that sounds quite scary. Mm -hmm. Sounds like it's going to be a big production. Um, or maybe I should, you know, maybe leave the idea. But write it down. And then what's the smallest little thing you can do towards that idea so that creating a podcast? Google it, how to create a podcast. That's the first step that you can take, which really is no effort whatsoever. And it doesn't have to be that big, you know, we, we make these big, these ideas up into these big missions. It yeah. doesn't have to be that. You just need to find the smallest little thing that you can do and do that. And that will lead you to the next smallest little thing. And then again and again and again. So yeah. whatever the idea is, ask the question, an idea will for sure pop into your head in the next 24 hours, write it down and do the tiniest little action step you can think of. Love it. I love it. Action driven. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, uh, the ideas are worthless if we don't take action on them. So thank yeah. you for the, for that reminder. Beate, where, where can people connect with you? Where can people find you? Where can people go to the summit? Well, so The, I'm on Instagram. It's just my name, at Beate Sivkovitz. Also on LinkedIn, also on Facebook, quite simple, just my name. Um, but most importantly, come and join the summit. We've got such amazing speakers, and I'm incredibly grateful for everyone who's, who's committed their time and effort and expertise into delivering such incredible content. And some, some of the people that are joining, I'm absolutely blown away that they've agreed, but I'm just running with it. <laughs> um, yes. And you can find it at the www.thepassiontoprofitsummits.com. Awesome. We're going to leave the <laughs> links right at the bottom. Yeah. So make sure you're scrolling down, tapping them, putting your name, your email, signing up. And, you know, let's, let's get uh, Beate's opening rate from 30% to like 50%. Come on, let's do this. Let's open those emails. <laughs> And then, of course, just tune in when the summit goes live. Yeah, this is so exciting. I promise you my emails are quite entertaining. You'll find out a lot about my life. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I love it. How it should be, right? Even like my we, dating. Even the dating. Oh, that's, that's fun stuff. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> be careful out there, single guys. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to add before we say goodbye? I just want to say whatever niggling feeling you have, don't push it down. Just start listening to it. Just tap into it and see where it takes you. Ooh, that sounds Thank you that so sounds much. Yeah. What, what is that, your feeling, Fonzie? It's a great reminder. My feel, <laughs> right now, my feeling is that I'm, I'm, I'm a little hungry. <laughs> that, that, I, that I need <laughs> to eat some food. I've only had one meal today, so I need to yeah. eat. I, I want to, uh, as we wrap up the show, obviously, 
that, that you said, don't push that feeling down. For us, the feeling was to launch the show, to launch a podcast. We, we tried it a little bit. It was a lot of friction. And then we like hit it and we pushed it down. And it took us a few years to grab traction. And now we have this incredible community, the people that we help, the clients that, that we have, the people that we are able to serve is because we grabbed that feeling from deep down and like I pushed it back up and, and took action. So thank you so much. Um, I think a lot of people are going to benefit out of this. I'm so exciting. And uh, with that said, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Content is Profit podcast. Go ahead and follow the show and on social media at Beast Bros. Go. That is right. And if today's guest helped you move one step forward to your goal, please don't forget to share this with three friends. Not three. one, but three. three. And don't forget to leave a five-star review. See ya. Bye, guys.